Good evening, everybody. Thanks for joining us on Vintage McCoy. Last night we were with Jennifer Van Laar, and I have to tell you, I was really blessed by everything we covered. Uh, and Rick, give me some, man. Co-host Rick Brown. <laughs> we are going to continue our conversation, but we're going to touch on some really cool topics. Censorship, propaganda, and also your unique faith background, which kind of is a part of all of it. So stick around. This is going to be a great program Buckle up. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters, and God said, Let there be light. Together, we will make America great again. I have never been more hopeful about America. And the people who knock these buildings down will hear all of us soon. The advance of human liberty can only strengthen the cause of world peace. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. But because of the Watergate matter, I shall resign the presidency effective at noon tomorrow. One small step for man. be able to sing with new meaning, my country tears of thee. Sweet land of liberty of the Arsene. We shall pay any price, bear any dirt, uphold any foe to ensure the survival and the success of liberty. It is indeed we are the defenders of freedom. With the unbounding determination of our people, we will gain the inevitable triumph. So help us God. We hold these truths be self-evident that all men are created one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Those who forget the past are destined to keep. And now, your host, Pastor Rob McCoy. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. Uh, this is going to be a, a, a rockin' program. I, and, and the part I love about it is you had, uh, on my 31st anniversary for Michelle and I when we got married, uh, 1990, so our 31st anniversary was April 21st. At 4 o'clock in the morning Eastern time, which would be, what, 1 o'clock in the morning here? Mm -hmm. You posted an article uh, dealing with justice that we have to go further is is the idea and we we have a clip of that i want everyone to take a look at it experts agree this isn't justice we must do more is the new democratic talking point now we're they were dealing with the chauvin case uh we had some major issues mm -hmm. and they're saying we have to go further they, they they found the officer guilty um went after the uh jury exposed them mm -hmm. We'll cover that, too, because we're seeing with recall elections, they want everyone who's ever voted in a recall, their names to be listed. This is, this is troublesome. But then with that article, you also had these quotes from Kamala Harris and, and President Biden, and I want the folks to take a look at them. Today we feel, and this is, this is Vice President Harris, today we feel a sigh of relief. Still, it cannot take away the pain. A measure of justice isn't the same as equal justice. This verdict brings us a step closer, and the fact is, we still have work to do. And then President Biden said, we can't stop here. In order to deliver real change and reform, we can and we must do more to reduce the likelihood that tragedies like this will ever never happen and occur again. 
This takes acknowledging and confronting head-on systemic racism. So this is where our highest elected officials uh, stand in regards to this, and that we that that's not enough. We have to do more. And we're dealing, it's very apparent, the first 100 days of this administration, we're dealing with massive censorship and massive propaganda. And when I say that, we've been taken off YouTube. You've been doxxed. Your, your son, who was 15 years old at the time, having to, to face the slings and the arrows of the opposition. They don't want truth put forward. They want that censored. And the only way, the, the only way to move an agenda that isn't true is that you have to censor the truth and then put forward the lie. So censorship is, is stifling the truth. Propaganda is putting forward the lie. Right. You can't have propaganda without suppressing the truth. <laughs> because people might have to think for themselves. Yeah. might give them two different things to consider. Yeah. That would be terrible. Come let us reason together, the scriptures say. Mm-hmm. Rick, you've, you've heard me say this, that the, 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 in, in Romans 13, you and I get beat up all the time mm-hmm. because as pastors, you're supposed to submit to all authority. It's appointed by God, mm-hmm. and we're to submit to that authority. And then we love what Jonathan Mayhew, the, the minister, died in 1766. Yeah. He said, yeah, but... That authority is there for our good. When they cease to do good, they cease to be the authority. Yeah. It's not unlimited submission. That's right. And to resist uh, tyrants is obedience to God. Yeah, resistance to tyrants is obedience, but not yeah. for light and transient reasons. That's right. It's, it's not for uh, just trivial things. So would the, would the suppression of truth be a trivial thing? I, I think we're in a, a full-blown war on truth to suppress the truth and to put forth narratives that when you research them and you think for yourself, um, you're like, what, what's the disconnect here? Because I'm, I'm looking at all the evidence and it doesn't line up with the narrative. So what, what's, what's being said? What's well, bef- happening? I, I, I know we're the guest on her own show, but I'm setting her up because I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to elevate her and she doesn't even know it. Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> this so, is going to be fun. So, so you and I are ministers of the gospel. Yeah. Our First Amendment right is protected. Congress shall make no law. Right? Yes. And so religion is protected. But when we look at Romans 13, God appoints all positions of authority, we also know, too, that in America, in a constitutional republic, that authority is found in the first three words of the preamble of the Constitution, we, we the, the people. people. That's right. And our elected officials governed by our consent, bound by the seven articles of the U.S. Constitution, that when they violate, our birth certificate says, is our right and our duty to push back. That's right. So the authority is the people. 244 years of, of, of the greatest amount of freedom any nation's ever experienced in the history of the world. Mm-hmm. And they're the sovereign, they're the king. Mm-hmm. So every king needs a counselor, and every president needs a cabinet. So our founders gave us the First Amendment, the press, mm-hmm. to report the truth, the pulpits to proclaim it, the people to live it. And if all else fails, they can do a right of redress of grievances against that suppressive government. Right. They can peaceably assemble, but they do not bear the sword in vain, Second Amendment. Mm-hmm. And you better be afraid if you do evil. So you, you are a counselor to the king. You're wow. protected and enveloped in the same First Amendment we are. Mm-hmm. Your critical responsibility is to report truth. It, it's not to fit a narrative. Mm-hmm. 
Now, everyone has bias, but this, this is a tough job. And many of your colleagues have folded to the narrative, mm -hmm. thinking that it's noble to suppress the truth to put forward a lie for a greater purpose, Machiavellian. Right. Talk on censorship, talk on propaganda. I wanted to elevate you because we are so grateful for you. Thank you. Well, first, to, when we were talking about having two different viewpoints to be able to consider and, and people can make up their own mind, I think where a lot of people are having their eyes opened, it was after the Chauvin verdict and then the Micaiah Bryant case happened. And it clearly showed that she was going to kill that other yeah, girl. She had a knife. was ready to just sink it into her. And I saw so many comments of people on social media, so it's mostly since we're all locked down still in California, where you see interactions happening and a lot of people going, wait a minute, um, this wasn't quite what was said, and I'm not sure, like, why, why was the officer wrong? Why, look at the other girl would have been dead. He saved a life. And so I think I've seen a lot of eyes open then, and, but they do try to suppress. What was it, NBC, that yeah. cut out part, yeah. of, part of that? It doesn't Creative editing so right. that you did not see the knife. <clears throat> right. So with the Chauvin trial, and this goes back to the Project Veritas tapes that, from CNN that came out a couple of weeks ago, too, so we know that they always want to have some kind of a crisis going on and that COVID is, has like a, an expiration date because at some point we're going to have herd immunity. I think we already do in a lot of ways, but they're not going to be able to deny that all the time. So they already said that climate change is going to be their next big thing to have the fear because that they could just keep that going. Yeah. Well, I see the racism thing in the same way. So they couldn't just let the Chauvin verdict go. He was <clears throat> convicted of all the charges, even the most serious. And you would think that would be a huge victory because they were saying there's no way that he's going to get a fair trial, blah, 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 blah. Well, they get the verdict, the outcome that they wanted. Okay, so now where's the issue? Now what's BLM going to fundraise off of? Now how do we keep critical race theory going if an officer was held to account, whether you believe that that's how it went down or not, I'm just, I'm not making a judgment there. Sure talking from their point of view, this you, officer was held to account for yeah. his bad actions and his own department people testified against him. Well, that would negate their whole theory of how things go down in our justice system. So they couldn't accept that. And it, uh, interestingly, because I am the managing editor and was managing all of our stories going up that day, I'm scanning Twitter, listening to statements, and I saw the pattern emerging. And anyone who watches this for a while, and I've talked with Dave Rubin about this before. I like that guy. We were uh, in the green room together at Tucker, and he said, you know, once you see the pattern of it, you can't unsee it. Mm -hmm. And so it's like a, a musical, like a symphony. You start hearing a certain... It's like the Matrix. Right, and, and you see it <laughs> start great. developing. What do you think in all these different people? They just get the memo for the day because it just... It, it's Right, and within an hour, I'd say literally within an hour of the verdict being announced, it was coming out, this isn't enough. This wasn't, this was kind of justice, but not really. Until uh, we have all these other officers and all these other cases convicted, you know, even where it could have been justified, then you know, we're not gonna rest. And then a couple hours later, uh, Kamala and Joe came out at the White House and said what they did. That's not enough. And when I first heard it, I'm like, it's not enough. Well, he was convicted of all the charges. What did, do you want? did they want execution? I mean, it, probably. Right. I mean, so is it execution? But it's really just a broader taking that um, narrative and beating us to death with it. Everybody right. was poised across the country to write because just in case. And then it was like it diffused everything. Oh, the charges, the conviction happened. Yeah. I, <clears throat> I got a call from mm -hmm. a reporter locally. 
and they asked, um, they had seen another article by the Washington Post, and they were asking about deaths in our congregation from COVID. Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, I said, I don't know, from or with, or even if they attended, but were they members of our church? Yes. And what they reported, they reported, but I, I said, are, really? This, this is the direction of your article? Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, this virus is pretty much null and void. The governor still has a lockdown, and you're letting these people off scot-free who have absolutely obliterated our county? This is where you're going? Mm-hmm. This is truth for you? This is, this is of the people, by the people, and for the people? Or is this a narrative? Who are you serving? Right. You're a counselor to the king, we the people. And, and I, I, I got frustrated, which I don't typically do. And I, and I just, I couldn't understand it because they struck me as, they're, they're good reporters. They, they, they know what to do. Mm -hmm. And you, you follow the truth no matter where it leads. Do your homework. And you're just, you know, hook, line, and sinker, you're buying this narrative. Share with me a place where following the story, following the facts, it didn't end up where you wanted it to, but you still had to report on it. Because yeah, everyone I mean, has a bias. Even the Katie Hill story, I, did I want that? I had no idea that was even happening to start with. And did I want that to lead there? No. I, we've written things about Republican uh, office holders in California. There was one that's been accused of a brutal rape of, of a staffer of another woman, of another assembly person. Did we want to report on that? No. I've written on, unfortunately, it's been mostly sexual scandals of Republicans in California. But, you know, I hold them as much to account, if not more, than yeah. the other side. Yeah. And then in this, this area, what, we're talking censorship and propaganda. And, and I, I was saying censorship is the suppression of truth or facts, truth, yeah. and then putting forward propaganda, a lie, mm -hmm. because a lie doesn't hold up to scrutinization of the truth. Correct. But now, clear the thing. There's no censorship. There's no propaganda. Truth is subjective. With critical race theory, mm -hmm. it's truth is dis, dis, described, uh, and uh, truth is defined by your political prowess. I control the narrative. I decide what's true. Let it be so. That's, well, that's how they Well, that's how they get away with the, what they say day in and day out, because what they said today can be the polar opposite of what they say tomorrow, and they see no problem with that. They don't even acknowledge Because the it. ends justify the means, because... We, we can lie here because ultimately where we're going is where we all need to be. I mean, the biggest lie the other night, I forget which night it was, when uh, President Biden gave that remarks before Congress saying that it was, we faced the biggest attack on our democracy since the Civil War. We're going Pearl Harbor, perhaps? 9-11? Uh, President Kennedy being assassinated? The attempt on President Reagan? Mm -hmm. I mean, just for a few. I mean, the bombing of our embassy in Lebanon? Yeah. Benghazi. <laughs> all, of, all of those things. And, and not only the, that narrative that is skewed, because I was there for the whole day. Obviously, I didn't join those who were breaching the Capitol. Right. But I was there. And the real life was nothing compared to what was reported. What was reported. They're, they're like apples and oranges. And so the, President Biden's remarks at Congress, everybody in mass, two mass, however many mass, the separation of all the people, and and then you have the border crossing where the kids are almost on top of each other. Right. And, 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 just and we're the, not doing cages, but we are doing cages. Yeah. 
but we'll just call yeah. it something different. Yeah. yeah. Then it's not cruel. Yeah, and and so the the these narrative. Are not, these are not the these are not the droids you're looking for. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's the uh, the Star Wars mo uh, moment. Yeah. But I mean, the thing that blows my mind is that people won't see through it. Even the CDC director just this couple weeks ago talking about. Um, I'm filled with do the dread and doom mm. of what's coming. And then the next month unfolds and it, it's not anything of what she was concerned with. So the narrative just keeps getting pumped pump forth. But this is your wheelhouse. This is your world. Do you ever just wake up one day and say, where did I wake up? On a different planet or something? Yes, I do. I wonder what happened to the brains of people that I thought were reasonable and educated. I just said this to a friend the other day. The way that everyone, or a lot of people, especially here in California, are just taking unquestioningly what's being put forth, not about just about COVID, but about a lot of issues, as fact, and, and succumbing to whatever dictates that they bring out is just stunning. If someone told me two years ago, this is where we would be, I would have laughed. So no, Americans will fight back against this. And I've been disappointed. Well, we've been fighting back. We're wide open. You guys have. But the press, for the most part, locally has been against us. As mm -hmm. opposed to investigating the government, as opposed to protecting the people, as opposed to defending the First Amendment that they find themselves entwined in with us. Right. And doing their the hard work, the investigative reporting, they just suck up to the government and they just play the narrative. And it's just aggravating. And the government stonewalls, like, like yeah. you said about January 6th. Some of our reporters have tried to uh, do a FOIA for some of the tapes outside of Katie FOIA, Porter's. Freedom of Information. Yes, for uh, outside of Katie Porter's office because they were AOC was saying, oh, I had to run here and there, and there were people in the halls. We said, okay, well, let's see if we can get that footage because that'll show footage says what it says. And Capitol Police have said, nope, we're not subject to that because we're you know part of Congress or whatever, and we're still trying to get a hold of that. But where's the Washington Post or New York Times trying to get that footage? Yeah. They have a little more... Uh, muscle, I'd say, than Red State does getting that. I mean, have you been shocked by just the uh, integrity of these journalists? I mean, this is your field, and, and at <laughs> the Post, or, I mean, the Times, I don't care who you are, there's a point that you would think you would want to get out the truth, wouldn't you? I mean, so that you could sleep with You would think, but after you know. working in politics and journalism, my um, what I expect out of people is pretty low, unfortunately, because a lot of them will just do whatever makes it easier for them to get along, gets a promotion, makes it more socially acceptable. I'm sure you guys have seen that in your own profession, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and I would think for, for dying newspapers, um, you know, you have an advertiser, and you don't want to lose them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, your, your convictions and your, your scruples go out the window in, in some cases. But then... There's those that are just fearless. They'll do it anyways. They don't care what they're going to lose. They're going to report the truth. And for better or for worse, I have what uh, my family likes to call a justice complex. And when I th think something is unjust or unjust, I will go after it relentlessly. And after the the things I've been through with the two different scandal kind of things, I, where you learn who your friends are, yeah. whoever is going to turn around and attack you or be at your side. And I, after all that happened, I thought, you know, there's a couple people whose opinion I care about, like my parents and my kids, and that's basically it. And as long as I'm good with them, I don't care what the rest of the world thinks. Yeah. You go through that, you get canceled a couple <clears throat> of times in life. 
and come out on the other side, you just really don't care anymore. Yeah. And it, seriously. And it's time to fight. That, that's that's one of the 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 telling moments in this whole thing for me is when I just didn't care anymore mm -hmm. what what they thought. Isn't it you know, freeing? I, yeah, and I went. I, I got to get a bird because I've got so many really cool newspaper things that would make lining for my bird's bird cage. <laughs> and he would do the whiteout typos, you know. Right. Yeah. What's the most startling suppression of the truth or the most startling propaganda that you've heard that when you looked at it with your gifting and your research that you said, I can't believe this is being put forward? Or I don't I know that I can say there's one that's the most surprising because there's so very many. very prevalent right now. There's so many. I mean, the stuff about January 6th, Stuff about COVID. I mean, we knew at the very beginning which populations it was targeting. We, from sources that I have in different county health departments throughout the state, we're willfully not gathering data that can help us in future pandemics or even really make sense of this one. And so when they're ignoring, when scientists are not collecting data points, I, I see this, if I were a scientist, oh my gosh, this is terrible that these people are dying, but what an opportunity to be here with this brand new virus to get to study everything about it, ca capture all the data, and then you can go back and do so much analysis later. But isn't that what we're charged with, Rob? Follow the science. Follow the science, mm -hmm. yeah. Like, yeah, please I, do. I am following yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, we Will want you join to. me? Yeah. Great. <laughs> so again, another the, a, a reporter putting the story together, following the narrative of, of the, the government. Their comment to me was, um, and I found it laughable because we have data. Mm -hmm. We're in a lawsuit right now. We're in the we're in the discovery phase. Fun. We are holding in our possession a government document stating that there that the church does not have an outbreak or is very low in regards to spreading this virus. This is their own document. And this reporter is asking me the question of what they're stating they have an outbreak. I'm like, show me the, show me what you have, or are you just following another narrative and doing their bidding? I'm holding on to their document. We're in a lawsuit right now. She didn't ask me that. It's just insane to me. Do your homework. Well, it's like they want to take an accusation made against you, and instead of telling the people making the accusation, prove to me or show me yeah. what you have supporting this. Yeah. They want you to go prove you're innocent. Yeah. Like when's the last yeah. time you beat your wife? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, and that's true in all these different cases is that basically the propaganda passes judgment. There's, mm -hmm. I mean, you're already guilty. Yeah. And uh, the whole view that you're innocent until proven guilty just doesn't exist in this climate of narratives, reporting, and all of these different things. It's, it's been really difficult for conservative publications or, or websites such as Red State, and we're part of the Town Hall Media family, so Town Hall, Bearing Arms, PJ Media, Twitchy, all part of our group. And the, especially right after January 6th, it started some with the Hunter Biden stuff back yeah. then and, and COVID stuff, but especially after January 6th, social media went hardcore against, or the, the big tech, against what we were saying in our articles and on fact checks. And a lot of the, those type of companies, it's a significant revenue stream, the different, the advertising on the clicks and right. what you get through Facebook. Mm -hmm. And to, we're not set up to be able to survive without it. So as much as you want to say, forget Zuckerberg, you kind of have to, until you build up a different revenue stream, uh, 
kind of play by their rules. Yeah. And just so through uh, at Red State, all of our properties at Town Hall Media have a VIP program. So basically people can buy a membership for a year and that the more income that we have from that, the less we're dependent on this other stuff. So that's what I think people need to support. Absolutely. My, my, my wife and I, uh, for our 31st anniversary, went up to Paso Robles, the wine country. And each of these little wineries, they... They don't. You can't tour the winery because they've given away the tour to members mm-hmm. that have signed up because that's how they pay day in and day out the work they're doing. And then if they ever get picked up by a distribution and be able to sell it, but they've got to survive. Mm-hmm. And then you get word of mouth that, hey, this is really solid, and then you know everyone buys it. But we, we got to keep honest reporting alive. And, and it seems as though the convenience of the Internet now... We all ran there, gave them all of our information. Now they're suppressing us. And they've done that to us. YouTube's taken us off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're going to our own server, and we're going to do the same thing. Right. Um, but like uh, Turning Point USA, they didn't walk away from YouTube. They're going to use it until they build enough. and Might as well. We'll play by the rules for a season. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what we're going to do. But I think, I think the public is waking up slowly, but we're waking up. Mm-hmm. I wanted to I wanted to transition. Okay. Because um, in this in this battle for truth, mm-hmm. and you say you have a justice gene or complex right. or whatever that is, you know, uh, Pilate said to Jesus, "What is truth?" Mm-hmm. Well, we don't know how he said it because it, "What is truth?" or "What is truth?" Mm-hmm. You know, and there he is staring the Lord in the face, who said, "I am the way, the truth, the life. No man." Can. And then he says, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Word was God, which is Logos. We're the only creatures on the earth that have the ability to talk. And when we talk, as Aristotle points out, it's, it's to administer justice. It's to deal with honesty and fairness. Even children learn, that's not right. Mm-hmm. No, that's not fair. And so we communicate. But how critical are the words to be true? And, and is there an absolute truth, which the Enlightenment thinkers say yes, John Locke, mm-hmm. scientific theory is necessary. We have the laws of nature and nature's God that our founders pointed out. So is there truth? And I already know the answer is yes. But where does that come from? Is there an order to the universe? I is think it, so. Yeah, well, but, but that's a critical <laughs> component because in critical race theory... You have intersectionality with victim groups. That's right. And so you and I are on the low end of the totem pole, white, male, heterosexual. Bottom feeders. Bottom feeders, Christian. Oh. And then over here you have uh, black, female, lesbian, uh, non-Christian. Mm-hmm. I, I'm of the belief that the three top things don't matter. Just flip it. Mm-hmm. They don't care that I'm white. They don't care that I'm you know, heterosexual. They, they, don't, they, don't, they don't care about any of that. They care about that I'm Christian. And, and all this other stuff, because this is immutable. I can't change that. And sexual preference, what? This is the well, issue. That's fluid too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, seriously, that that's the idea. It's just insane. Mm-hmm. But but here we have, you have there is a God, and we're accountable to Him. There isn't, and we make the rules. There are absolutes. There are no absolutes. Mm-hmm. What world do we live in? Because in this world, it will always end up in an oligarchy, fascism, communism, mm-hmm. socialism, and in this world, mankind will know the truth. The truth will set them free. And that's, that's what your profession is, reporting the truth. 
Right. And let someone, well, red state, I do put my spin on it because red state, it's obviously yeah. conservative. Right. But we still put the facts in there. And if people want to have a different take on it, so be it. Let's discuss it. Yeah. So what would you do? Your boss comes to you and says, you know, this is the narrative I want you to follow. My nephew got in trouble and they're going to, can we? And we just want you to follow this narrative. This narrative we read a little while ago. It's not enough. I want you just to keep going down that road, and and your more and your mortgages due, and you're out of money. That's, that's right. tough. And from top to bottom, that's what has to happen in these yeah. organizations. I mean, they put the memo out, right? Yeah. And it has to be. So if you got to eat, you toe the line, mm -hmm. or you have integrity. You have the justice chip. You should go. I'm going to go hungry, and I'm quitting because I can't do it. Well, no. <laughs> You'll be free. You it brings liberty. It, it liberty is just doing what's right. That's yeah, right. I mean, That's I right. I'd like to say that I would walk away. I mean, and there's definitely been jobs in the past where I have said that, have walked away. Yeah. But you know, being a mom and having to feed a child and being the sole income for that, it would be really difficult to not at least say, well, maybe we can just say it this way, like enough that I could be okay publishing it, mm -hmm. but not go as far as their narrative said. Yeah. I'm not saying that's what I would do, right. but it, I, it would definitely be something to struggle with. Everyone is left with that decision in life. And the more we yield to fear mongering and suppression, the less liberty we have. That's right, it's if slavery. We, yeah, if we give up our freedom mm -hmm. for the sake of security, that's oh, right. you get to keep your job. Then Benjamin Franklin says, you're gonna end up with neither. You mm. gotta do what's right. Yeah, yeah. And, and, Reporting is a calling. You, 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 I you, do feel like that I have finally done what's my calling in life. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that rewarding? Is. I mean, you yeah. are doing what the it Lord is. wants you to do. It's been probably a nine-year struggle of a lot of different things yeah. and a lot of nights that I laid in bed looking at the ceiling wondering yeah. what was going to happen and if I was going to just be a loser because <laughs> you know how you talk to yourself sometimes. And, yeah. Uh, you're, you're down. You're no loser in our book. You're amazing. Thanks. But, I mean, in the last two years, it all really came together. And obviously, there's still struggles in life. But I can look back now and go, wow, that was worth it. Wow. For such a time as this, the yeah. Lord has really raised you up, Jennifer, to be Thank a voice you. for liberty, for freedom, just as the Lord's raised up Rob in this generation to do it, you. you know, and the pastors. and. Uh, for the West Coast to be a uh, a real example, mm -hmm. and we want to talk more about that. But we should wrap this segment up. We want we want to spend some more time with Jennifer. What do you think? I think so. We'll do we'll do one more segment uh, okay. for tomorrow night. But mm -hmm. but I want to close with this because I loved how you mm -hmm. you pointed that out. That, that this is a calling upon your life for such a time as this, and this is a, a season where everyone is paralyzed by the fear mongering of politicians, mm -hmm. and and they they subdue us and they suppress us by fear. But perfect love casts out all fear. And, and love, love comes with truth, you know. You speak the truth in love, there's a balance. And, and, and to have fear dissipate, the word discouraged means without courage. Mm -hmm. Now courage isn't the absence of fear. We're all scared. Right. It's just to look and say, all right, yeah, I'm afraid of these consequences, but it doesn't matter because this is right. Mm -hmm. So take this, but give me truth. That's courage. Courage is recognizing the fear and recognizing that it has no value greater than doing what's right. Mm 
and you put it all on the line. And, you know, there, there were reporters and still a handful left that they're going to lose everything doing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Because they're, they're not bowing their knee to bail and the narrative of stupidity. Right. We haven't done that. Thank you. And so we're stoked, and we can't wait to have you back. Oh, I want in on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, join us tomorrow night. We're going to have Jennifer back. I want to cover where that courage comes from. I, I want to do it this segment, but we didn't. And I want to, I want to cover where that courage comes from in, in this amazing lady. And, uh, and we've got other stuff that we're going to cover that I don't even want to share with you because it's going to be super cool. So join us tomorrow night. But more than that, thank you for joining us tonight, and we'll see you tomorrow night. Good night, everybody. Hey guys, thanks for watching. For more information, head over to VintageMcCoy.com or follow us on Instagram at The Vintage McCoy. We'll see you there.